morning and it's Money Talk with James Ross. Uh, it's coming up to 70 minutes uh, to nine. In Your Money, Carolyn Wright asks, what do you need to know about using virtual insurers? Uh, good morning, Carolyn. Good morning. In its latest choice report, the Consumer Council takes a look at the world of virtual insurers and the kinds of complaints consumers have been making around them. I'm joined now by Gilly Wong, who is Chief Executive of the Consumer Council, to find out more. Thanks for joining me again, Gilly. Thank you. First off, uh, can you tell me a little bit about virtual insurers? Kind of what, who are they and what do they offer? Sure. Um, virtual insurance actually is very popular in overseas already and also in Hong Kong. And the first license grant was in uh, 2018. Um, currently, we have four licensed uh, virtual insurers in Hong Kong. And uh, the distinguished feature of virtual insurers is about they operate solely through digital channels, meaning no physical agents nor brokers are involved during the entire process of application. So among the four surveyed virtual insurers, two carried on long-term business offering life insurance products with coverage ranging from uh, 100,000 to 10 million, while the other two carried on uh, general business offering other products such as home protection and pet insurance. And we also observe that all four companies offer medical or critical illness protection because these are very traditional uh, classic insurance uh, product. And three of them offered VHIS standard plans, which is the voluntary health insurance um, from the Hong Kong government. Okay, so quite a range of policies available, but how does applying for a policy with one of these uh, virtual insurers compare with applying for a policy, uh, policy with a more traditional insurer? Well, as I mentioned, because they operate solely through digital channels, that means um, to a large extent, uh, most of the uh, uh, the consumer journey is full DIY, you know, the do-it-yourself process. So when you encounter any problems, you either uh, email them, uh, chatbot with them, or uh, call the hotline, you know, themselves. So um, because of the distribution is uh, solely through the digital means, in case, you know, there's any encounter, any uh, problems, um, it has to be really friendly to consumers, making sure that they can uh, support consumer when they're doing um, all the application, you know, themselves. So for, from the consumer perspective, they have to do, uh, they have to research information online themselves because, you know, it's, it's through the uh, digital platform. And also they have to submit the entire applications uh, by filling in their online application form, upload the required documents such as your ID card or require or any other like medical records, you know, etc. Uh, for their assessment of your application. So it is highly contrast with conventional insurers where physical agents may assist the applicant in understanding and filling the application form and uh, collecting the required documents from the applicant. So um, I think, you know, the magic work, you know, that I want to provide is, you know, you, um, a lot of the process you, you have to do it yourself DIY. So if, if you want some help from a human being, these probably aren't the, the companies to, to do for yourself necessarily. Now, what should consumers be aware of with regard to the variation in prices for what may look like quite similar policies? Well, I think, you know, you're referring to the uh, virtual, uh, I'm sorry, the voluntary health insurance mm. scheme because this is more a common product um, that we found out of the four uh, licensed virtual insurers. And uh, VHIS, uh, standard plans are fixed in product design and adhere to the minimum compliance requirements of a VHIS. Uh, products offered by the, um, these three um, different insurance companies are largely the same in terms of the protection they offered and also the benefits uh, to cover. But to facilitate comparison, we what we found is it's quite interesting that don't assume, you know, the premium are the 
same, even though the coverage is pretty much similar, because what we found is they have they have significant difference in annual uh, premiums, uh, even for the same age group, with the most remarkable difference of around 74% for males aged 15 days, and for women aged 80 years uh, and above, uh, it also varied by over 50%, 55%. So um, as such, you know, we, what we advise consumers are, if even if you want to uh, buy uh, BHIS from the virtual insurers, you still have to compare carefully and, to, and don't assume that the premiums are necessarily comparable or pretty much the same because of the similar coverage, you know, we are talking about. So they still have to compare different policies before making the decision. So definitely still shop around there. Now let's get on to a little bit about any of the issues that consumers have had in terms of particularly getting the support that they, they want from a virtual insurer. Well, um, there's still a lot of rooms for them to improve. Uh, among the four survey companies, one did not provide a chatbot service. Um, so it's a little bit unfriendly because um, a consumer, if they want to look for assistance, they can. What they can do with this particular one is to seek assistance from the customer service online or through messaging software. So there's a latency, you know, it's not instant, you know, in response. The chatbot of the other two companies could identify keywords and answers for simple inquiries. However, the answers provided by these chatbots were no different from information obtained by consumers when they search online. And if answers provided by chatbots are unsatisfactory, uh, then, you know, what they can do is to contact their customer service team online. Of course, you know, it depends on how quick, you know, they uh, they pick up the phone. And uh, finally, is the accuracy of the chatbot is also for one company can also improve because they cannot recognize keywords very effectively. When the council staff inquire about digital wallet protection and home protection products, the chatbot provides information on cancer insurance, which was highly irrelevant. So what we believe is uh, the interface and the experience online to provide assistance to consumers, um, these four companies can still have a lot of room to improve. It does sound like there's a, a few things that they need to be doing to make the consumer experience a bit better. Now, turning to something that I think all of us worry about in this uh, modern world, and that's uh, data protection. So let's have a look at how well those virtual insurers are doing at being transparent and how clear they are over how the data you give to them is going to be used, and particularly where, whether it's going to be if they're going to use it for marketing or promotional purposes. Well, you know, another improvement area because out of the four survey virtual insurance companies, only one company clearly specified the retention period of consumers' personal data under general circumstances uh, would be seven years after termination of the business relationship, while the remaining three did not disclose such information, which the council considers is lacking transparency a little bit. Um, furthermore, all the survey companies um, the personal information collection statements mentioned that the personal data of the policyholder might be used in direct marketing or promotion, but vast variations in narration and wordings of relevant terms and conditions were observed. So, for example, one company led policyholder to tick a box to indicate objection to the use of the personal data in direct marketing or promotion, but on the contrary, the other companies meant accepting the use of the personal data in direct, just ticking it, just uh, means, you know, it's acceptance uh, for the use of the data for direct marketing. So we believe is because different companies usually have different practice and the choice of wordings, it's better for consumers to be smarter and read carefully before you take the box yourself. 
So again, I think it's one of these things where we should all be reading the fine print and making sure we know exactly what we're getting into before we uh, commit. Definitely, because uh, buying from virtual insurance companies is no different uh, in terms of the product by itself. You know, the, the insurance product by nature is complex and the terms are complex. So it's always to compare and shop around carefully and make a very sensible and objective judgment on what you think you know, is the right policy for you. Wise words as ever. Thank you for joining me today. That is Gilly Wong, the Chief Executive of the Consumer Council. Thank you so much. As we enter the new year, may I wish everyone a happy new year and a prosperous year in 2024. Thanks, Gilly. And thanks, Carol.